0: this tomorrow we're at murdoch chevrolet 2375 south 625 west and woods cross it's right off the freeway easy on easy off as you commute in stop by we'll have free jazz gear and other goodies to give away we'll see you tomorrow all right pk just talked to uh joe ingles stopped by for his weekly visit the jazz eight and three when's the last time you felt this good about the jazz this early in the season Oh, wow. I mean, there's all this hype, right, in the offseason, all this. And they're out of the gate 8-3. and Well, nobody picked them 9-2 or 10-1 out of the gate. And I guess you can say, well, they shouldn't have lost to the Kings. Okay, they got one bad loss, but they got two or three good wins. And nobody had them better than 8-3 and right now. And we can sit here and nitpick and say, hey, well, what if they had more bench production? Or what if Joe shot the three-better? Or what if? I don't know. He can come up with a whole list of stuff. Well, Bogey boxes out and they get one more win. Right. They'd be nine and two. But they're sitting here eight and three. But then Bogey makes up for it and hits a three. And they win a game that they probably shouldn't have won. But they did. So that's the give and take of a season. The Lakers are off to a better start at nine and two, and the Jazz and Rockets. Lakers are eight and three. Denver's right there at seven and three. They're basically right in the middle of the teams we thought they'd be oh, right I think in the middle. They're where they need to be. Yeah, they've gone off right really at the same pace as all these other teams. They're fine, and they have a habit of closing great. And you shouldn't count on that, I suppose. And yet, nonetheless, when you got three or four years, five years worth of evidence, you are going to count on that.
1: Mm. I, I want the the thing that I wanted this year was consistent winning rather than
0: an up and down. Joe referenced that right out of the gate in the interview, and you can listen yeah. to it online 1280 dot com. Yeah, he
1: spoke about them losing these types of games right. earlier in know, prior it's a, seasons. It's a
0: back to back. You are not playing well. You know, it's really you are really only it's kind of a B minus kind excuse of excuse was there. And then when they, they it said, anyway. nah, yeah, we're not going
1: to take it. And then they get down by fifteen. They had all the excuses in the world to lose that game, and they didn't. That's a positive sign. The Nets are nothing right now. You know, let's see about them next year with Durant. But there were, it was there to lose. And they said, no, nope, we're not going to do it. We're going to dig in defensively. And Ingles really uh, typified what the effort that was needed. I mean, he, she, he couldn't hit the broadside of the Bourne, the proverbial thing there. But yet, didn't matter. He dug in on the defensive end. That's where it mattered the most. You can hit shots at a smaller level, but watching the Cougars last night, outside of Jake Toulson, no one was really scoring, and you really saw that they tried to dig in defensively to do their best to make it hard for Southern Utah to score, and that got them to win. The Jazz, at a much higher level, they do that against the Nets, and it got them in the position to win the ball game, and they did, so that's a great sign. Any team... Particularly at that level, you can have a night where everything you just can't miss, man. Every, everything's going in, so it's like D'Angelo Russell early against the Jazz the other night. He just kept coming down, just 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 making everything right. Well, that those things happen. They don't have enough firepower to make it happen for 48 minutes. But you can win when things are flowing. I like to see teams win when things aren't flowing and you have to gut it out. That was a good sign. They're winning games, and that's the ultimate measurement.
0: We haven't had Rick call in and talk about the defense, about how they were going to be lucky to be top 15 well, or whatever. nobody calls
1: in when they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's just like they I are. got a bunch of stuff yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get back to you when the Utes get in the playoff. I hope you do get back to me. That means they're in the playoff. But if you don't, I'm not going to hear from
0: you. And you'll be at the Rose Bowl anyway, hopefully. If, it comes, if you're right, yeah, if you're right, the Utes will be in the Rose Bowl irregardless. Because there's still that path... And I was talking about this with a Ute fan, and you know, he's focused on the playoff like everybody else, so he didn't realize if Oregon, if, if both these teams get to 11-1 and, and head for the title game, and if Oregon were to win it and go to the playoff, then the Utes are going to the Rose Bowl. They are. And if the Utes win it, then either they're in the playoff or they're in the Rose Bowl.
1: Well, I think uh, the, if you want at least the Rose Bowl, yeah. I mean, obviously you're not going to root for Oregon, but Oregon has a better chance to get into the, that That their fourteen team playoffs, their little beauty contest that they hold. I'd rather just – I, if I were the Utes, man, I would just rather beat Oregon and go to the Rose Bowl. There, nobody – and then you still maintain that edge. They didn't believe in us. And you've won all
0: these football games. And you earned the right to go to the Rose Bowl. So you kind of have the best of both. Plenty of Ute fans want to see him in the playoff. And fine. Even if that means going to Atlanta to play LSU. Fine. Which is probably – that's what it looks like right now. See how it shakes out in three weeks, but that's what it looks like now. So
1: you're telling me I should make my reservations to the Atlanta airport?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's not your money. Go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, but I treat it like
0: my money. <laughs> <laughs> that kid. Like, I'm not loose with the money here. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> if you wait until after the game, you're going to pay a lot more money. Because if they win that game, the people years. are going to start buying tickets to Atlanta to get ahead of the people who are waiting until the announcement is made. Well, they make it this Sunday, I think. They do it Sunday night? Officially. Yeah. Sunday morning. So, okay, so whenever that announcement, when they announce that, at that point you know people are going to buy tickets and it's going to get real expensive real fast. Even though it's Atlanta and Delta, it's hub to hub, and Delta has a lot of flights, you know, you're going to have, I would say, the Sugar Bowl, I wasn't there. You were, but I heard there were about 10,000 youth fans there. I don't know mm-hmm. if that number's about right or right, but 10,000. But when it was the Fiesta Bowl, it was 50,000? I was at both. There so Substantially it's, more. Right. It's hard to move 10,000 people through the air. Those flights will fill up, and it'll be really expensive. So some people will buy it right after the Pac-12 title game. If you really believe and you want to get in front of it, buy it before the Pac-12 title game. You don't literally have to buy it this week. I mean, you can wait till 11-1, because I don't think there's going to be a run on it until then. Because it's all going to come down to the bitter end. So then I go the old days. You and Kirk Cragthorpe on a bus? No. Oh, okay. When the Stagecoach. U- no. When the
1: Utes were in the... Uh- <laughs> NCA's all those years. Uh-huh. And you knew you were going, but you really just had no idea where you are going. Well, there
0: are always eight possibilities. Right. Seven if there was a local site. And
1: yeah. so I would go up. They usually have the announcement at the um, whole, uh, stadium, football stadium. The Jairs uh-huh. would be there, and then the players would be there, blah, blah, blah. So I would be in communication with my wife back home.
0: You wouldn't even wait to drive home to book it.
1: No, she would do it. Yeah. So as soon as the announcement's made... And she knows, okay, if it's Thursday, you're going Tuesday. If it's Friday, you're going Wednesday. Be a l- so she would, she would make it, and then we'd be good to go.
0: Be a lot of Ute fans, and they're going to have that laptop fired up, and they're going to be sitting in front of the TV, and they will book it the second it's announced. Book it. Book it. I guess the one thing that would help a little bit is how far do you want to go in advance? Because if you're out there early to cover all the stuff, it separates you from the fans a little bit.
1: Oh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So you know, that, that, and I've never covered a playoff game, so I don't know. But like the conference uh, title game, it's not treated as anything different. So you can go in the day of because there's no media available. The, the media, it, it's regulated by the individual teams. Mm-hmm. Once you move on, Right, they. Uh, I've never covered a conference playoff game, but we covered plenty of NCAAs. But the, odds,
0: but the odds are there's going to be some kind of press conference on right. Thursday or
1: Friday. And then they have media access that mm-hmm. they dictate. So they take away the uh, responsibilities from the individual programs and put it on the NCAA. The NCAA tournament decides right. what the media availability is, not your local folks. So that's why you always go in earlier on that. So, yeah, we shall see on that. But
0: either way, man. Pasadena, you could drive. I would anticipate that I would drive. And well, that's why the Fiesta Bowl had fifty thousand and the Sugar had ten or whatever they were. It's because people did drive. That's, I was one of them.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. I'd love to recreate. Plus, that. if you're
0: going into L.A., there's more flights. There's five different airports to fly into. Some people will fly into San Diego and drive up. I guess that'd be a sixth one. It's way more options. Well, name them. And what freeways do you take to get there? <laughs> <laughs> you and I'll be the only two who enjoy Four oh five. He'll be waiting to see if I yeah, right?
1: just the random the four five. I'm just saying because Orange was County, totally
0: orange Orange just... County, Long Beach, LAX, along the coast. Yeah, John Wayne, yeah. Ontario, and Burbank, in, inland yeah Yeah, Orange oh, County, John. I've of into every one of them. I have of i I not think I've been of and out of Long out i of not sure if i not sure in of out been in and out of Ontario of No, I've been to the other three.
1: I have many times. I was at the long, the Ontario airport when
0: I got the bad news. (laughs) What bad news? Frank died. Sinatra? What other Frank would there be? What? (laughs) What? What did you just say? Sinatra? My daughter did that. She was like seven years old
1: once. And I said, Frank. She said, Sinatra? I said, don't you ever say that again. If you want to eat one meal in this household, if I say Frank, you do not follow it up with as is Sinatra is a question mark. No, it is simply so Frank. So
0: Frank is Cher. It's one word. It's Madonna. Don't even think about comparing those two to <laughs> Frank.
1: I'll give you maybe, maybe Elvis.
0: But that's it. What is wrong with you? West Coast, soft Southern California. Frank! Name doesn't end in a vowel. I mean, there's probably a list of things.
1: I was in the Ontario airport. They had sent me down to do a story on Brian
0: Russell, the watchdog. Oh, is this the one where you drop the lady's name? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The watchdog. <laughs> about her. Hey,
1: you used to live in L.A. Go down, go down to L.A. and do a story on uh, Byron Russell, Brian Russell. We're going to run it day one uh a i don't cover the jazz b lived what? two hours away from where I was.
0: See what story you even got a hint you got a lead? No, yeah you got go anything I mean just like throw me a morsel, give me a crumb, go do a no they didn't no it's just it's l a and find and a story in the naked city
1: and I, you know the story I do and it was I never got any credit for it. These stupid contests that they have they don't know what went into getting the story. That's all they said is go do an A1 story on Brian Russell. Cover some Laker practice because the Jazz had clinched way ahead, I think. And so they were in. Go go to L.A. and do a story on Brian Russell. Okay. What the crap am I going to (laughs) do? I land in Ontario because that's the closest one to San Bernardino, thinking, what am I going to do? I'll drive to his high school. End up with one of the best stories I had ever done, if not the best. Where it's a long, long story, but he ends up living with a teacher, uh, in in and her husband because he didn't have any place to go. And then later on, during this lady had, I think it was breast cancer, and Brian had brought her up here to Salt Lake many times. They had had this long-standing relationship. I go into the into the office. I say, "Here, I'm, and I like to do a story on Brian Russell. Oh, come with me." 20 minutes later, I'm in this lady's room. She's sobbing. This is unbelievable. I just (laughs) drove up and got this.
0: (laughs) By the way, if you don't work in the media, that never happens.
1: And she's telling me these stories about her and her relationship with Russell and Russell's
0: wife and their kids. Usually when you have nothing, you know what you end up with? nothing yeah
1: it was inc- it was an incredible story and then i come back after i spent a few days in la covering laker uh, workouts because that's where they're going to play and then uh, i go to a jazz practice and they get done and russell i said brian uh, you know i'm doing a story for the tribune i'd like to talk to you they're, i gotta go i said well i spoke to, i forget the lady's name i spoke to i spent some time with mary uh, come over to my house at three o'clock today Somebody will call you with directions on how to get to my house. Turns out he lived about less than a mile away from where I live. and so Keep uh, that under wraps. Which though. I actually knew because yeah. I'd seen him in the area. And uh, so, um, yeah, I spent the afternoon with Russell and his wife and everything. It was a phenomenal story.
0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Everything we think about today's show, all the stuff we've talked about, we will get to that next. 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. DJPK brought to you in part by Homie, buying or selling a home. Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at Homie.com. The Big, Big, Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott.
1: Are you ready? You guys ready?
0: Gail Miller with us here on The Big Show. Gail, I remember a conversation I had with you once, and I asked you about winning a championship, and that's your intention, is it not?
1: With 30 teams in the NBA, there can only be one champion, but I think every 30 years, you ought to have one. (laughs) It's our turn, and I think we've built up to it. We understand what it takes. We've put everything in place for it. We've given them all the tools they need, brought in the players that I think can do it. There's no reason why we can't have that expectation. Now, I don't know it'll come this year but I do believe we'll get there
0: Turn this up. catch the big show presented by Mountain America Credit union afternoons from three to 7 on 975 1280 the zone and the zone sports Network.
1: DJ, I think you did that stats wrong. I don't think that there's a 58% chance for one of them to get to the playoffs because I think their ch- there's chances stack on top of each other. You got to look at it in a different way.
0: Joint Scouting Hands Monday, November 18th from noon to 3 at My Hearing Center in Sandy at 8941 South, 700 East, Suite 204. I also have someone else else's tweeted at me. Uh, this goes back to when we were talking about 538 dot com and about uh dot and they do the number crunchers with the percentage chances that each team's going to qualify for the playoffs and I said Oregon 36% Utah 22% that's uh, the numbers off 538 and I've, I've tweeted these links out so you can pour over them yourself I don't think there's any chance they're both in so I think it is 58% but I had another guy say it's actually 70% if the Utes win out so you can dive into that as much as you want but ESPN saying there's seven percent chance the Utes are going, and a twenty two percent chance for the Utes according to Five Thirty Eight. Wait, wait, you just okay. So seven or twenty two for the Utes, right? And Oregon State, Oregon has better chances according to both ESPN and Five Thirty Eight. Which I don't really understand why, to tell you the truth. They must think Oregon's going to beat Utah in the Commerce title game, or they must think Utah's more likely to slip up in a regular season game. I mean, those would seem to be because Oregon things. has
1: done to date has done nothing more.
0: Right. Well, I guess they beat SC. But Utah could and lose a, didn't, Right. Utah That's could it. lose a game and not even be in the Pac-12 title game. Whereas if Oregon loses a game, they're still in the Pac-12 title game, but it seems to me that would knock Oregon out too.
1: Well, if either team loses the a game, loss, they're out. Yeah. Between now and and playing each other, then they have zero chance.
0: But 538 is giving Oregon a better chance to get in than Georgia, Oklahoma, or Alabama. Right now, they've got them as the fourth most likely team in, and that surprises me.
1: That'd be awesome, because that means you're going to uh, Santa Clara with nothing less than the Rose Bowl in your pocket.
0: That's pretty sweet. Because the Rose Bowl will take—if the if the Pac-12 champ goes to the playoff, the Rose Bowl is going to take a second team out of the Pac-12— And Utah and Oregon have completely separated themselves from the others. They're not taking USC or Washington at this point. Wouldn't think so. So we spent a lot of time talking about that, about the odds, about the outrage amongst the Utes because you wrote the Utes don't. Did you say they have no chance? They have a slim chance? I have not read it. I know what Uh, you told me about it. It was fantasy because
1: I don't trust the committee to vote them in.
0: They'll pick another one-loss team, whether that's a one-loss Oklahoma, assuming they went out, a one-loss Alabama, assuming they went out. Possibly one-loss Georgia and one-loss LSU. If Georgia and LSU go to the SEC title game and Georgia wins.
1: If Georgia wins, I don't think it's possible. I think it's it's almost guaranteed. It's a lock at that point. Yeah, because they'll have three big-time
0: wins. Georgia and LSU have played the best schedules. For all the talk about the SEC – not playing competitive schedules, not willing to leave the South, which is a historical fact. This year, Georgia and LSU have done as good a job of scheduling as anybody in the country, I would think. Georgia went home and home with Notre Dame. And I know the SEC only plays eight conference games, which is a problem, but Georgia has the in state game with Georgia Tech, which is a ninth, and then Notre Dame a tenth. So that's that's good enough there. The Notre Dame game was at home. That was a return game for two years ago when they went up to South Bend. So, yeah, that's pretty plenty fun. Yeah,
1: I think people got upset because I think they're thinking, and I'm saying Utah doesn't deserve it; they're not good enough. That's where they're making a leap. There, I wasn't you know, this going. This is
0: why the, this is why this playoff scenario at four isn't good, and it's why people want six or eight because this year there may not be any two lost conference champs, and if you're a conference champ who only lost once all year. I think you deserve a shot at the national title. I agree. But somebody isn't going to get it not the way every, things are not, playing well, out. Not everybody can. That's what it looks like this year. And maybe there'll be a two-loss conference champion still. It, it could happen. It just doesn't look like it's going to. It looks like someone's going to be 12-1 and not invited. And as always, it'll be Pac-12 or Big 12. That's, that was what I was saying, That's, yeah.
1: That's the whole point of what I was
0: getting at. They're the two who've taken the brunt of this playoff. The SEC and the ACC have always been taken care of. The SEC's gotten bonus bids. The Big Ten has gotten the shaft, I think, once. Mm-hmm. But the Big 12 and the Pac-12 have taken it multiple times. Yeah. And it's further to the West, and there aren't as many people out here, and the games are on later. And That's why I was surprised right. on so
1: much blowback. But you're a fan, and you, you really, see things. Really, really want And have this rep of hating you. And then the, Which is long since gone away if you look at the facts, but they don't want to look
0: at them. No, they want their team in the playoff, and they want to be told their team is A, good enough, and B, will be there, and C, will do well when they get there. I,
1: your team is good enough, but I can't tell you your team will be there.
0: And neither can 538.com or ESPN.com who don't have your uh, reputation for singing and yelling at people. 7% and 22%. You but what, there's still a shot. Yeah, Judy, Judy, Judy,
1: Judy, ah!
0: That is beautiful. <laughs> you know what shocks me, man? Just
1: looking at, looking at the internet. Remember Agarn for F Troop? No. He's
0: still alive. Oh, uh, really? I never watched F Troop. 96
1: years old. You don't have to watch
0: it or know it. I don't even know who that character I mean, is. Y- you didn't see the Civil War, but you know of it. <laughs> you do that all the time. I know. Oh, I didn't see it. I know so of, what? I know of F Troop. I don't know who that character is. He's Agarn. I, I don't know who that is. He's still alive. 96. Why are you looking at that? We get the Utes in the playoffs, and the Jazz are 8-3. and three. Because he's Agarn. That's pretty awesome. 90, 90, 96. I'm just looking at people from Palm Springs. You could make it to 96 if you contemplated that. Your parents lived a long time with some bad health habits. You got good health habits. And your parents both made it into their 80s, right? Was your dad in his mid-80s? Yes. 84, 85? Yes. Yeah. You could
1: be mid-90s. Three of the four grandparents were in their
0: 90s. My Aunt Maisie. All those people want you dead and gone, and you got decades to go, my man. The decades. Oldest,
1: the oldest of uh, Carmella and Elmer. Uh-huh. The oldest
0: child of 10. Yeah. Last year, 100. Wow. Do they work out? Do they, you know... Oh, she pump iron. Baby. Yeah. She's like four Hopping on the treadmill? <laughs> More likely in her generation, she walked two miles around the neighborhood every day, but, you know, it's as good as getting on the treadmill like you do. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I guess, and you have to be lucky there. Whereas conversely, everybody in my wife's family died on her father's side, literally all died of cancer in their 50s. Win the DNA lottery. Captain Stubing is still alive, and he's 88. Had a kid. Now, do you prefer him to be Murray Slaughter from the Mary Tyler Moore show? Yes. Or Captain Stubing from Love Boat? Oh, which of the characters do I prefer? Right. When you look at Gavin McLeod, do you look at him as Murray from... No. Mary Tyler Moore show, you look at his cabin stooping from yes. Love Boat. Yes. What sailed in and out of Pedro?
0: Yes. Yes, but. Love Boat. No to Mary Tyler Moore. Why? Because I, just because of how old I am, I watched that one more. I've seen them both, but I watched that one more.
1: You're, so you're a bigger Love Boat fan than Who Can Turn the World On with Her Smile?
0: I, th- I think I've seen that show, and I think if I were 10 years older, I would have been a big fan. But I think that that what? show wasn't. Mary but Tyler you can
1: watch it in, in, in TV land. You can call yeah, you up could. a thing on YouTube you could, in two seconds. seconds.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to. I'm not, I got other stuff to do. I mean, there's a lot yeah, of stuff I know. I could Look at do. a bunch of stats. Absolutely. <laughs> Far superior. I got games to watch. Other people do binge watch shows, and they binge watch old shows, but I don't binge watch old shows because there's always a game on. Good for you. Last night, watching BYU. Who the hell wants to hear a theory? Just do you identify Murray or Captain Steubing? I already Don't told you. Don't give me a stupid theory. Well, then you started telling me why I was wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I never said you're wrong. Yuck. You took it as you're wrong. Yuck. Can I get a ruling from the judge?
1: How did I, how did I say you were wrong? I never said you were wrong.
0: Tell him, Yuck. I grew up in an era where he's Captain Steubing. I love boats. What I saw growing up with my grandparents. Well, you but, could watch Mary Tyler Moore. I, I know. Mean, you could stream it. You could binge watch it. He's got a point, but though. But that was one or of the legendary Game. shows. It was a legendary show. And that's why I checked out a few episodes. I have seen some episodes. I'm glad we covered that. Anything else from this show you want to mention? Joe Ingles was on, The Greatness of Joe. He sounded a little down about missing the shots because everybody wants to make shots. But, hey, defend Kyrie Irving. It's 2-for-11 in the fourth quarter, which a lot of people get credit for, not just win Joe. the ball game, man. What, yeah. what, what, and they what, did. Who
1: cares, man? You're, and, getting, you're getting paid one way or the other. You've already right. made it. You're, you're six years in the league. Defend your butt off on the other end. Win the game. And you're going to get my admiration.
0: Win the game and get to 8-3, and three, which
1: they did. You can be all that and scoring and whatnot. And scoring is shallow unless it's backed up by winning,
0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. True championship level teams have aspects of their game that they can lean on. If I could build any aspect of a game that I could lean on, I've got a base run game that opens up all kinds of offensive formulas, and I've got a base run stop defense that's number one in the country, and I've got a loss that already woke me up against USC. If it happens again against UCLA, I'm throwing my hands up and saying I don't know what to tell you. Because This is a championship-level team, and they decided they were going to sleep on a week that determined everything. A Pac-12 championship, a potential representation at the college football playoff. It's all right there for them to get. If they're sleeping on it, and they let a poor UCLA team beat them, I'm going to be disgusted. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Hey, DJ, PK, I think you are close, but I believe that the committee is showing the Pac-12 a lot of respect. They keep on moving Oregon and Utah up. I think the winner of the Pac-12 championship, as long as they both go
1: in with one loss, is in. I agree with PK, DJ. You have to own it. Don't be a wuss. If you have an opinion, go for
0: it. Don't waffle because you're worried you're going to be wrong. Feedback of the day is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only three fifty nine per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. See, look at all the people who love you.
1: They're out there. Yeah. I mean, I haven't survived for 18 years with everybody
0: hating me. Yeah. I got that.
1: <laughs> uh, I do think, see, I actually think the committee's almost being condescending to the Uton, Oregon. Yeah, we'll let you be real close.
0: <laughs> We're, not We're not really going <laughs> to invite you to the party. and And... Oklahoma's strength of schedule gets better when they play Baylor twice. Oklahoma's my team I'm worried about. Is Oklahoma going to leapfrog them once they get the Baylor games on their schedule? That
1: was my whole point of writing what I wrote, and I think they
0: are. And it sucks. Minnesota just moved up, was it nine spots? Deservedly so. Because they got a win over a quality opponent. So what's going to happen when Oklahoma gets one Or two wins over a quality opponent. This weekend. This weekend, Oklahoma and Baylor play for the first time. It's the regular season matchup. It's at Baylor. The assumption is they will probably meet again in the in the Big Twelve title. Gotcha. Oklahoma's a ten point favorite.
1: Okay, how about this? Oklahoma wins this one, Baylor wins the next
0: one. What do you got for me? That probably is a good thing for the for the Pac 12. you think so? Yeah, I do. I would say, and they I can't, lose I can't close guarantee to Baylor, it. Well, Oklahoma gets beat, a, Oklahoma Oklahoma gets a second loss, so they're out. Obviously, and that's why I said a Baylor. one win Baylor, their strength of schedule right now is a terrible. one loss Baylor. Excuse me, a one loss Baylor. Their strength of schedule is terrible. But they play the, Oklahoma really tough. But if they play Oklahoma tough once and beat them the other time, I think given their history and their schedule and all that, that the Pac 12 team, they don't leapfrog the Pac 12 winner. Okay. But I can't guarantee it. No. I can't guarantee it, but I don't think they do. Makes me nervous. They're behind. Because then you have Baylor has a loss to
1: Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma's two losses are to ranked teams. Well, Oklahoma's out with two losses. Right, but they're but, but they're the a quality win, win
0: Oklahoma, and a quality loss.
1: Yes. It strengthens Baylor. It doesn't strengthen Oklahoma, and I fact, get that. But and it so strengthens Baylor.
0: Now we're getting way into the weeds here. But the reason I hedged a little bit on Baylor, despite the fact the guy just told me not to. My opinion off the top of my head is the Pac-12 would be okay. But Minnesota just moved nine spots off a quality win. How much would Baylor move with a quality win and a quality loss? Because Baylor is undefeated right now. They're getting punished because of the lack of strength of schedule. Well, you play Oklahoma twice, that changes pretty dramatically. And Minnesota had a pretty weak schedule until the Penn State game, and they were rewarded handsomely for one big win. Deservedly so. So Baylor might also. And I, 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 just the bottom line, and maybe I'm Pac-12
1: paranoid, is I don't trust those poke folks giving the Pac-12 its due because all we hear the conference is a mess. Larry Scott is upside down. No referees have any idea what they're doing. <laughs> blah, blah blah blah. It's all <laughs> negative. We well,
0: hardly ever hear any positive coming out of it. Okay, but they are getting some positives here. Even oh. if it, if you're worried, it's a condescending positive. They have ranked. Both of the Pac-12 contenders ahead of both of the Big 12 contenders. And yeah, a Pac- that's pl- a little pat on the head. It, it may be. They're behind three of the five SEC teams. That's where I see the real pat on the head. Okay. And I, I got no argument with L I I personally would rank LSU number one and Ohio State number two. Either or. What difference? Right. Is- and I think Georgia has got a legit argument for getting in if they win out. If. Right. Uh, Agreed. And they've got to play Auburn this week. I mean, forget the SEC title game. The the dream can die at Auburn. Mm -hmm. Georgia's favored, but it's only two and a half. I got you. So we can can go through that tomorrow. If you're really hardcore into this, you can literally watch games – and this is why the playoff, even though if it isn't quote-unquote fair, it's brilliant because you can literally watch games from 10 a.m. until 11 p.m. at night they will have an impact on the Utes mm-hmm. to one degree or another. Yeah, We'll get into that tomorrow. DJ and PK, we're out of here. Tony and Austin are up next. We'll see you. All right, big finish. Show's over, folks. That's it. Go home, everybody. None of this ever happened.